voices and spirits sail Every mark on this earth tells a tale Every day that goes by without ever asking why You believe in your dreams Close your eyes and believe in magic as I hold your hand Close your eyes Susie Barrett, your host on International Angels Network. Um, thank you for joining me today, beautiful people. I'm doing another podcast as I'm away, I believe, at the moment. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm doing a podcast for my show as I'm a busy bee, like we all are in this day and age. Um, so a podcast it is today and hope you enjoy it and thank you for joining me you lovely people um as we know this is international angels network and i'm gonna go a little bit off the cuff i like to do this sometimes because it gives spirit the angels chance to talk about a uh, bit of what they want to talk about. I mean, I am a nash, you know, a natural channel, and it is nice for them to kind of have play with, you know, what they want to talk about to to you through me, if you like. And you know, I work with the angelic realms. I work with spirit. I work with dragon energy, unicorn energy. Um, I've been having a lot of fae energy around me recently as well. Actually, brownies in the little brownies, they remind me of sprites. Um, they're beautiful little, little beings um, and they've been around the house quite a lot. And I hear them giggle and they zip around, they fly around really quickly. And I, I you find it hard to kind of keep your eye on them because they just zip about like, you know what I mean? Like, stay quick. Um, but they've they've been around me a lot. And like I say, I just hear all this giggling. And um, it's just... They do things to get my attention. Uh, they took my earrings. Uh, that was the funny thing. And I said to them, you know, can you return them, please? And they did actually return them. But I went out the room first. And then they put them back roughly where I left them on my dressing table. But obviously they weren't on my dressing table when I looked for them. So, you know, as a spiritual person, I do work with all different kind of realms. And I think because if you're not sensitive, because not all of us are, I mean, I think all of us, we do have certain elements of the mediumistic senses. Um, you know, we do have... I think we all have intuition, you know, the thing that you call your gut instinct. Um, I feel that we all have that. And if 
me personally, if I go against it, things don't plan out and turn out so well for me. Um, because I've kind of ignored the red card or the fl red flag, if you like, for spirit to say, this doesn't feel right, this isn't good. And I go against it and I do fall on my face. But the thing is, you have to kind of go through those situations of ignoring the gut instinct to know right and from wrong and knowing that you know if you go against that feeling that things aren't going to pan out so good for you but you have to learn that I mean you know this is the whole reason why we're here and you know even myself evolving I am a, you know a pretty evolved soul but yeah you have to go through the basics again I think and something like that you know, ignoring your intuition is, is definitely one of the mediumistic senses. Um, and being empathic, you know, is, is some, it's something else, um, is, is one of the senses as well as part from, you know, clairvoyancy, clear seeing and, um, you know, I just, I believe we all have, you know, it's, powers if you like even if you don't realize that you are bestowed the, these these powers I believe that we all have them within us some of us you know I have always said with my journey with the spirit realms that I didn't have a choice I mean you know I've worked with Archangel Nathaniel feels like all my life Metatron Michael I mean, pretty much from a very, very young age, um, especially Nathaniel, you know, I really feel he helped me nurture my powers, if you like, my senses um, from such an early age. And I always say that I didn't really have a choice with this. I ignored it, don't get me wrong, I mean, I didn't speak to God particularly for many years after my dad died, I just had to blame someone, and being immature, I blamed God, um, because I feel when you're a small child and the mainstay in your life's taken away from you, well, sure, you're going to blame someone, and it, I had to blame God, I couldn't blame anyone else, could I? But I could blame him. So I blamed him for many, many years and didn't speak to him, detested him and everything else and kind of ignored the spirit realms as well. Um, but they never give up on me. <laughs> they never did. Um, and, you know, I, I suppose because I knew they were always there, especially my guardian angels um, and my spirit guides who I've worked with, um, with, you know, in different times in my life. I've just, you know, they never gave up on me. You know, even if they would stood there for years, guys, and I mean absolutely years. I they were there for years. I never spoke to them. I, I just used to ignore them. Um, and you probably think that's crazy, but it was. And it was, you know, I was going through that time in my life. I was young, immature, heartbroken, lost. Um, I felt abandoned by... Well, I wouldn't say, I can't say by spirit because that wasn't the truth, but I certainly felt abandoned by God in a sense because how could he have done this to me? You know, that's how it was. I was only 13 and, you know, immaturity, I suppose, didn't help with that. And I, I wasn't, I, of course I knew, of course I knew there, there couldn't be death because I spoke to spirit and I had done for so many years 
Um, so I kind of knew there was no death, but the fact that my dad was taken from me in the physical was what hurt. That's what hurt me. The fact that, he, you know, it, he, he was no longer here in the physical and there was, you know, a lot more stuff going on at home, uh, other things going on that, you know, just, it was a flipping hard time. It was, it was a hard time in my life. But, you know, that's what I'm here for, to learn lessons. You know, they never, they never gave up on me. They were never far away. Um, when, when I was re ready to then, you know, start, I suppose, talking to them again and having them in my life, I was probably, when I really started speaking to spirit again, I suppose it was around the time of my age of about 24, I had a bit of a blip, a bit of a breakdown and needed some counselling. And that just helped open me up. It helped me open myself up emotionally again. I kind of got stayed. Um, I stayed at 13. I had not emotionally kind of, you know what I mean? Like emotionally grow from that point of when my dad died so you know I at 24 it really helped open me up although like I said I had been speaking the spirit before that and I have been helping them um I have sorry they've been helping me you know kind of to try and heal I always felt their presence and of course at that time my dad was coming to me quite a lot as well but I was just still a lot of anger in me but they just never left me. They never left my side. They just loved me. And in total non-judgmental towards my behaviour, um, at the way I'd been, you know, they were just waiting in the wings for me to kind of say, hey, guys, let's do this. Let's start working with you. Um, and, you know, let's get me on my spiritual path. I actually went to a medium, funny enough, when I was about 18. And she said to me, she said, did you realise that you have, you know, a lot, you've helped a lot of spirits over to the other side and that you have your gifts? And I was like, yeah, I do. I know that. Um, but obviously I wasn't on my spiritual path and I wasn't doing what I should be doing. And that's what she said. She said to me, she said, Spirit was so scared for you because you went so far off your spiritual path that they never, ever thought that you would get back on it. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, because you went so far off it. And I did, I suppose, just through the, you know, losing my dad and how angry I was. And yeah, I, I was. I was in um in a very angry place with with everything I think and being thirteen as well you know it's oh gosh that's not the greatest age anyway is it <laughs> things you have to go through when you're that age as a teenager you know hormonally and all that it's not always the best but anyway she said that um you know spirit actually felt that they they at that point just didn't see me going back on my spiritual path. But I think with their persistence and the fact that they've never left my side and they've never given up on me, that I am where I am. And more to the point, let's get this right. I'm not only where I am, but who I am as well. And, you know, I've got to give that credit to the big man as well. 
God, you know, because he didn't give up on me, but also his angels didn't give up on me. And it's remarkable and amazing, really, that they, you know, they didn't. And because of that, it's such a joy to work with the angels, to know how much they love me, support me, and they will me forward in life. I've, you know, it's, I'm so lucky in that respect. I really, really am. And I think, you know, I don't want to say I've wasted time in my life because it's all part of the less my life's lesson. It's all part of my learning curve. And, you know, I've been giving readings for years and years. I've been helping people um, as much as I, I could possibly do. Um, I'm always coming from the right place, but I can't say I was probably walking my spiritual path like I, you know, like I am now. Um, you know, my divine calling, if you like, and I'm not ignoring it anymore, <laughs> you know? And I think, you know, I've got to give give that credit, obviously, to, like I say, the angelic realms and my guardian angel in particular, my guardian angel, Daniel. Um, I mean, he is known, Daniel, for being the messenger, but he's also my archangel, my guardian angel, but my guardian angel is an archangel. And... I remember I started working with him about 30 years ago now. Um, he, like I say, he's always been like in the wings of my life, but I officially kind of asked, you know, to kind of start working with him then. And it was kind of weird when I said to him, what's your name? And he said, my name, I heard him, he said, oh, my name's Daniel. And I said, the Daniel. And he laughed because they're so unassuming and they're so you know, that they're, they're not egoed. And he just said, there's more than one Daniel, which, because he didn't want to tell me he was Daniel, the messenger of God, you know? He is that, he is that angel. Um, but he, like I say, they're so unegoed and such beautiful beings of the divine that, you know, he just said that to me because I was a little bit like, what, the Daniel, messenger of God, you know? And he just, like, played it down totally. Totally played it down. Um, and, you know, it it, it, it it was an amazing time when I, you know, kind of invited him into my life and we've been working together, obviously, ever since and other archangels and other angels, you know, because they're all so, you know, unegoed. And I've worked with them, you know, when I, when I do my work, obviously. And sometimes I work with angels I don't even know the names of, and I do ask for their names, but they, work, they don't always tell you because it doesn't bother them. As long as they're doing God's work, and they're doing what they can to help you and others, they, they don't care. That's, I suppose, like me and Diane say, it's like the human side of us has to know who we're working with. We have to know names. I think it shows that we're respectful, but they so aren't bothered. Um, they really aren't. And I think of how many unemployed angels there is out there and guardian angels. I mean, do we all, do you know your guardian angels? To you guys that are listening, do you know who your guardian angel is? 
Are you working with your angels? You know? Are you working with them? Have you, have you invited them into your life? You know? Because people don't understand that, you know, to have a guardian angel, your guardian angel is assigned to you before you, well, at conception, before you come on this plane in the, you know, once you land in the belly of the person whose life you're coming into as a soul, that is the time when your guardian angel is assigned with you. So from the time you take your first breath on this plane and you'll come out of your mummy's tummy, God, I sound like a little girl saying that, don't I, your mummy's tummy. <laughs> But from that time on, and when you take your first breath in the physical world, your guardian angel is by your side, you know? I think the thing's frustrating, though, for my guardian angel in particular was the fact he knew I, I had an attachment. I did have an entity which plagued me for years, and it was spirits that told me that I had that attachment, uh, which I got rid of last May, last March, sorry. And it's... It, I think what, you know, I I was hearing spirit before, but what I can hear them like now, it's so much clearer. So Daniel had knew that I had the attachment and told me about it, but, you know, had to kind of stand and watch me have to put up with that as well. And there is things that, I, you know, he couldn't help me with that in the physical. He could tell me about it, but he couldn't actually get rid of that attachment for me. I had to get help elsewhere for that, which was Christopher Macklin Ministries. Um, I got help from him and it was removed. And, you know, it's been great ever since. But bless him. You know, he, he couldn't he couldn't help me with that, but he, he told me about it, which I was grateful for. And I think it's a bit alarming, might be a bit alarming for, for people to think, oh my gosh, you know, I've got an attachment, I've got an entity attached to me. But it's it's the thing is what they do is just they go on to your low they like feed you low self esteem and make you try and make you feel bad about yourself. That's what they do. And mine was pretty dormant because I stopped listening to it as well. Um, because I didn't, you know, it was trying to feed me that. So I wouldn't listen to it. But um, funny enough, I did have something around me at the weekend, which I've knocked out the park and it went. Um, I'm actually thinking of asking, Michael, do I need to... Is that is there something reattached to me? I do my prayers and everything. I don't think so because Daniel then in turn told me, you know there's nothing attached to you because you can hear me. It's something around you but not attached to you. So, you know, bless him. My my um, angel, guardian angel, helps me so much with everything. So going back to the fact that they are assigned to us from you know, from birth. And I don't think people realise this. I think people think that, you know, guardian angels, you, because I'm always saying to people, me and Diane Morgan, because we are united, the unite in the light. We, you know, I think people sometimes think, you know, they just, guardian angels rock up 
they just rock up into your life. No, darlings, they're always there. You just have to ask them to start working with you. And the thing is, you know, you can do that. And even if you're not super sensitive, um, you know, like I was saying earlier with your mediumistic senses and you you feel you're not using them, the angels will get through to you. Your guardian angel will get through to you, whether it be through songs, whether it be through butterflies, dragonflies, uh, pennies, feathers, you know, or number sequences. They will constantly try and give you messages to let you know that they are around you, you know? Uh, And I love it. I love it when I um, am feeling that I need direction in something. And I'll get feathers or and you know just supportiveness I feel supported I feel they've got my back um and like I say Daniel's always been there he's you know they don't just show up in our lives they're always there so how many I mean of us out there do we know who our guardian angel is are we working with our guardian angel who is your guardian angel? You know, do you want the divine to come into your life? And I always say it's not rocket science to being able to invoke your guardian angel into your life. I mean, me and Diane Cooper, we are United the Light. We are helping people. Um, we're doing our courses and helping people to do exactly that. Um you know, introduce people to the guardian angel, get them working with them. And the other thing I always say is, you know, it's not rocket science. You just, you just have to say that you want to work with your guardian angel, that you want your angel to work with you. It's as simple as that. It is literally as simple as that. There's no oogie boogie. There's no let's do. I mean, this is one thing that annoys me when people, you know, start mucking around with ceremonies and all this stuff. You don't know what you're doing. It invites the dark. It doesn't invite the light, believe me. Um, And you're stupid to think otherwise. I'm sorry, but you are, you know. It's not rocket science. If you want your angels to work with you that are all of the divine light, just ask. That's all you have to do is ask, you know? Um, personally, guys, yep, yeah, I don't do any ceremonies. I don't need to. I, I believe that invites in the dark. I don't believe it invites in the light. Um, and I certainly don't kid myself when something do- doesn't feel right, I'm back to those intuitive feelings that I'm talking to you about. If something don't feel right, you're questioning it, there's a reason why. Always go with your gut instinct. Always go with your instinct because you'll never be wrong. Like I say, I had something around me on Sunday, right? And I just didn't feel right. And in the end, I said to... Archangel Michael, can you come and and Daniel? I said, I asked Daniel firstly, and I said, is there something here? He said, there is. There's something around you. It's not attached to you. That's exactly what he said to me. Then I asked Archangel Michael for protection, and then I asked it to be removed. I asked the angels to come in and get rid of it. 
I feel through my intuition that it was gone. I don't know where I picked it up from. Although there was, I was speaking actually, and I haven't even said this to Claudia and Diane, but I was speaking to those two on Saturday night after my show. And we were talking about a certain situation and I got a feeling this piece of crap, as I call it, oh, did I say that? Terribly sorry, smack me, was attached to that energy and it was brought, I, I, I brought it into myself and I thought I'd removed it, obviously hadn't. I haven't actually told the girls about that, maybe I should, um, but I re it's been removed anyway. Um, with the help of my guardian angel and Michael. And yes, how can I forget Metatron? He's like a big protector as well. He's like, yeah, I wouldn't mess with any of them if I'm honest with you. <laughs> Especially not Michael. I call him Mr. Bossy, but honestly, I wouldn't want to mess with him. He's the one, he, he doesn't get enough credit, to be honest, for what he does for us on this plane and on the earth as a whole. He he does fend off some not so good things that try and make their way to the earth. He, he really does protect us and the planet and I'm always thanking him for that as well as protecting myself. But going back to our guardian angels, you know who who's who's yours what's 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 their name you know do, all you need to do honestly is quiet your mind and just ask them just that but most guardian angels in all honesty will be called whatever you would like to call them if you want to name your guardian angel yourself they're happy with that it's whatever you're comfortable with going back to never coming from ego, you know, always coming from the right place. They're not bothered. And the thing that's so loving and giving about them is the fact that, you know, they don't give a damn as long as you're going to start working with them. That's all they want. So they don't care if you call them something, I don't know, Lily or Gertrude or <laughs> Florence or oh, I can't say that, I've got a lovely friend with a name called Florence, um, you know, whatever you want, you can name them and invoke them to work with you in your life, but I think the thing is, Archangel Michael is doing this drive at the moment, especially with me and, me and um, Diane, I feel, to get people to start working with the guardian angels. And I'm sorry if some of my, I don't, I haven't done a podcast recently. Um, cause this would be going out in probably September, October time. So I wouldn't have done anything about guardian angels or anything, probably for about two or three months. So, you know, it's what Mr. Michael is requiring is to get people to start working with the angelic divine light bringing it into their light because not only does it benefit you but it develop it develops and benefits the planet as a whole 
Now, if you're coming from the place of love, you're working with the divine light, how much light that brings, not like I say, only into your life, but resonating from the earth in itself is amazing. I read an article the other day and it's statistically, I can't remember what it was, but they said one person radiating out into the universe through divine love and light, how much good energy that brings from that person alone, re like rejuvenating out into the universe, is like thousands to if people were resonating in lower vibration. So this is the whole reason why I feel he's on a mission through people like us light workers, like me and like Diane, Claudia, and like many more out there, guys, that there's thousands that I can't name individually, obviously, but are all trying to come from the same place. And we're all trying to get people to get in touch with angels, their guardian angels, get them thinking who they are. Because once you do start getting working with them, the possibilities in your everyday life are blooming endless. They help me so much with everything. Um, I've been struggling a little bit. If any of you realise, well, not realise, but listen to my me on a regular basis, I do share a lot of my life, what I'm going through with you all. Because if there's anyone out there going through the same thing and I can help you within within what I'm going through, that's what I, I want to do. I don't care if you know my personal life. I ain't worried. I'm not bothered. But it's all about, you know, if my experience is helping someone else, then so be it. But I have been struggling with my past, with my ex. And, you know, this last week, I, I've had a bit of a breakdown, um, crying. So, you know, it's a good thing. It's released. But I said to God, help me. Please help me. Angels, help me. So what did they do? What did they do? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what they did. They got me onto YouTube, right? This is straight up because I always listen. I, even if I know I don't know where they're going with it, I will always listen. And they said, get on YouTube. So I got on YouTube and they said, go to Sagittarius Readings, which is me. I'm a Sag. And they, there was some, um, there is somebody I regularly listen to actually. And Anyway, cut a long story a bit shorter. They said, no, don't listen to that. Listen to this one. So that I listened to it, right? This this lady, she did 40 minutes spread for the whole of June. Well, I couldn't believe what, what she came out with. Honestly, it was spot on to me. It was everything this 40 minute re reading held in it was, was, a, was literally for me. It was like this reading was tailor made for me. And what it was basically is this situation with my ex he's doing everything he can to try and come back in my life and for me it's not the fact that I want him back in my life but I want to know if he's changed because I feel what he will do he'll say anything to get me where he wants me right and he's just gonna do it all over again and my instincts tell me that he's just gonna do it all over again but I was saying to God and the angels can you help me I'd like some validation on this so this is reading yesterday. Oh my goodness, I got this validation. Believe me, this, this reading was tailor-made for me. 
Um, and I turned around to the angels and obviously to the big man himself and said, thank you so much. Because it's put a different perspective on everything for me. It makes me know that where I was coming from, my intuition and what the, you know, the spirits were sharing me was, was true. And they gave me that validation. So I'm not going to open that door on him ever again. I don't want to anyway, but it was just validation that I was, I'd made the right decision. I was doing the right thing. And I asked for their help. And the very next day I got that validation. And sometimes, you know what, you don't always know how that validation, those signs are going to come in or how they're going to play out, but they will. All you have to do is ask. So I got that validation yesterday. Um, and, you know, it's just put me in a good place coming from the right. I was coming from the right place anyway, but just totally giving me that validation, which has helped me close the door on this situation even further. You know, because this guy is egoed, he hasn't got my best interests at heart, which I know anyway, but sometimes we just need that validation to, from the divine to go, yes, I'm on the right path. Yes, I'm doing the right thing. And, you know, I couldn't have done that without Daniel's help because it was Daniel, my archangel, my guardian angel that told me where to go and what to do and where to listen because he's going, no, not that one, not that one, listen to this one. So, you know, I asked myself, I've invited the angels into my life, the archangels, you know, and where would I be without them? And that's how it feels. So I want to share this with people. I want people to understand that your life, once you surrender to the divine, it, it is, you don't have to worry about anything. You really don't. You can still ask for things, but yeah. You can still try and manifest things and all that, but you don't have to worry because you know they've got your back. You know that, you know, God, you're hanging out. You're hanging out with the, with an army, really, with the, the most beautiful divine beings there is, you know, which, believe it or not, without getting too godly, because Mr. God knows he ain't that cool these days, but, you know, he loved us enough to give us the angels. He loved us enough, you know, to do that for us. And I'm, you know, do feel a bit indebted to the big man for that. And I thank him every day for the angels. I thank him for, for every day for the angels. And, and just saying to him, because I don't know where I'd be without them. And I don't know where I'd be without Daniel. And, you know, this situation on Sunday where this low vibrational energy was around me. And Daniel was turning around to me and he was going, you're lovely, Susie. You know, you're, you're, you're a lovely person. And I was like, Daniel, thank you. Because he knew this horrible energy, this, this well, entity around me, this dark angel. I would say it was a dark angel um, because there's yin and yang. So, you know, when where you get light, you get dark. And I feel it was a dark angel. And he knew it was there. Like I said, he knew it wasn't attached, but he knew it was around me. And he told me. And it, he was, I had him feeding me the beautiful words of you're beautiful Susie you're a lovely person and you know he it was him that was saying to me don't listen to that so you know I'm so very very lucky and this is why I want everyone in the whole wide world to believe in angels 
And this is why I want everybody to start working with their guardian angel. Who is your guardian angel? Get working with them, invoke them, ask them. You know, name them yourself. You know, you don't have to ask them what their name is. If you, you want to call them Cyril, like I say, call them Cyril. Um, because, you know, they will get the answer to you somehow or another. On the TV, you might, there might be a, a name on the side of a van that jumps out at you. They'll, they let you know, guys, even the simplest things of their names. Or what they want to tell you, because I get all excited about number sequences. I love number sequences. I really do. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. You know, I do. I love it. And how many I see a day. Um, and I know they're for me or not. But if you're not sure, just ask Spirit. Just say, are these, are these numbers for me? And if you keep seeing that number, for instance, it might be the number eight. Or, you know, you'll, you'll, know it's, you'll know it's for you because you keep on seeing it. I mean, I usually, it's so weird because Daniel says to me, look, and I'll look up and I'll see a number eight or an eight, eight or something like that. You know, depending on what numbers they want me to see, it can be within a, tele, a phone number on the side of a van. It can be in a number plate. It can be on bins, rubbish bins. It can be... Um, at the till, on a till, on the till receipt. It, honestly, they will get, the, the divine is amazing. They will get their signs to you any way they can. They just want you to notice, you know, because they're there, they are so there for you. And this is the whole reason why I'm on a mission and many of us light workers are on a mission because it can only do good in your life. They can only help you in your life, even if it's just with the mundane things of shopping uh, or where to get petrol a bit cheaper or you know, I've, I tell you what, one day I, I got lost. I didn't know where was a petrol station. They told me where the petrol station was. Straight up. I was in an area I didn't know. They said, take that next left and there's a petrol station down there. Yeah. You know, it's honestly, once they're working for you, it's just endless. Endless. It, unbelievable. Endless. I've been going to the hospital. There's nothing wrong with me, really. Um, but they're keeping just an eye on me and uh, I've kind of made friends with this this lovely nurse who makes me feel very comfortable when I go in you know it's women's things without going too deep um, mammograms and all that you know you have to get these things checked and make sure you're all right and this lady anyway she just made me feel such at ease because you know not every not all of us like sharing our bodies, looking at, you know, you know what I'm saying, I'm a quite a private person with stuff like that, and she, I've been to see her quite a lot, and she's made me feel very, very at ease, you know, so I thought, last time I went to the hospital for the appointment, I knew it'd been a, it had been a birthday, but I didn't realise, so this time, my appointment last Wednesday, I wanted to get her something, because I missed her birthday, and also to thank her for her kindness, and it putting me at ease at having to do these impersonal things, you know, she just makes it so doable, you know, so anyway, cut a long story short, I stopped in this shop, and they didn't have what I wanted in the shop, and Daniel said to me, 
Yes, Archangel Daniel. He says, Susie, go to the um, petrol station around the corner. I'm like, why do you want me to go? Just go to the petrol station. See, I don't always over question things. So do as I'm told, yeah? So, uh, but he's not bossy like, uh, Daniel's not bossy like Mr. Michael. But anyway, that's another story. Um, so anyway, I go to the petrol station and I'm in there and I'm like looking at the chocolate and they're like, no, not chocolate. I'm like, well, what then? And they're like, over there. So I'm like, orchids. They're like, yeah, orchids. Get a, get a pink orchid. I thought, well, I haven't thought about getting their flowers. I'm like, really? And he's like, get her a pink orchid. So I walked away and I looked at the other flowers. And then he went pink, kept saying, get the pink orchid. And that's all I could hear him say to me. So I was like, this pink orchid. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was beautiful absolutely beautiful pink and I was like you get the pink orchid so you know I do like I said I do listen but sometimes it takes me a minute for it to go in so I goes up buying this pink orchid doing as I'm told anyway cut a long story short I'm waiting in the waiting room and take this orchid under my arm I'm called through to the to the consulting room and I walk in there and uh, I said oh hi how are you Florence you know and um she said Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Da, da, da. I said, this is for you. She went, oh, my God. She goes, you're joking. I'm like, what's wrong? She said, this is my favourite flower. She said, this is my favourite flower of all time. She said, I love this plant. She said, oh, my God. She said, thank you so much. And I said, no, because she knows I do what I do. I said, I'll oh, just thank the angels. I said, they were, Daniel in particular, was the one that made me buy this for you. I was going to get you chocolate, but no, no, no. Angels were like, nah, nada, you're getting a, that orchid. But I didn't know, did I, that that was her favourite flower. But obviously they knew. And I got other flower and I made her day. We had a big hug, which made me feel good. Uh, as well you know and uh, she was absolutely delighted with the plant with the flower and I can't take the credit for it I've got to give it to Daniel you know because it was him that knew that she obviously they were a favorite plant but not only a favorite plant it was the color there was other orchids there there was creamy ones and all that and it, no I had to get this beautiful pinky one and pink's my favourite colour anyway. I'm crazy about pink because of Jophiel. I always, um, Archangel Jophiel in my home. I have a lot of baby pink in my bedroom, especially because Jophiel is always around me there in my bedroom. That sounds a bit strange, doesn't it? But um, <laughs> I know what I mean. And um, so, yeah, da Daniel had to take credit for that. I couldn't. And I told her, and she's a, she's a Christian anyway. She's a godly, godly lady, and she doesn't look at me like I'm mad or anything. She knows what I do. And she was like, oh, my God, that is so amazing. So, yeah, Daniel, you know, he had to take the credit for that. And obviously, I had to thank him profusely for that. Um, but I want to tell you another story while we're on the subject because after that he said to me go and get some dinner and I'm like what he goes go to a restaurant and get yourself some dinner treat yourself you know you, you don't need to cook for yourself just go treat yourself so I'm like right okay this is different you know being bossed about by Daniel because don't boss me but he was this day he told me what restaurant to go to right so I goes in sits down 
and he says to me, get on your phone, straight up, get on your phone, get on your bank. I'm like, why do you want me to get on my bank? Get on your bank app, was what I heard, so I got on my bank app. So he said, look at the everyday savers. So what it is, with my bank card, if you use my bank card in certain shops, I can get like 5% back on my payment with my card or 10% back. Well, I noticed that where I'd been told to go and eat, where in the restaurant I was sat in, it's on my bank app. So I activated it straight up. This is God's honest truth. Straight up. So I activated the offer, right? Anyway, I'm eating me dinner, I'm loving me dinner, and I'm thinking, ooh, I'm going to have 5% cash back when I pay with my card on this, you know, I've activated it. And I was thinking all I was all chuffed with myself and all great and everything. Anyway, I had me dinner, and uh, before the bill come, Daniel said, go on that, go on that app. And I've got an app, I've just downloaded it. I probably can't say what it is because A, it doesn't work in America and B, I don't want to get in trouble, I don't know. So I'm not telling you what app it is because now in my luck it'd be probably down to rights or something, you know. So anyway, um, Daniel said, go to this app and it's where you can get vouchers off of anything really, fashion, food, da-da-da. Anyway, guess what? Where I was going for my dinner, the the app had a voucher. And if I spent over £20, I would have got £5 off. Well, I thought, oh, maybe won't, I maybe, you know, won't thingy for that because I don't know if it'd be, I'd be spending £20. Anyway, my bill come and it was £21 something. And I was like, oh my God, I can use this voucher. So I gave the lady the voucher, and sure enough, I got £5 off. So my meal that I got browbeaten into going to, which I thought was really weird, why he was telling me to go for dinner, and it was nice food, by the way, but I got £5 off it, and 5% cash back on my my card with my bank. I wouldn't have known this, guys. Straight up, I would not have had a Scooby if... Daniel hadn't told me to go and and do what I did, straight up. So people just think that probably that your guardian angel can help you with the divine stuff. Oh, no, no, no. They help you with everything. And that is why I'm just so chirping on and getting on my high, my horse, as they say here, my high horse about... Guys, they just want to help you. And I just love it because they don't ask for anything in return. They love you unconditionally, you know. They just do. And they can help you with everything. Absolutely everything. Um, You know, they're just a couple of stories from last Wednesday on my day off. You know, and then Sunday, my other day off, and, and then yesterday... You know, it's never-ending what they do for us. But imagine how many of you out there aren't working. Who is your guardian angel, you know? How many of you are not working with your guardian angel and could be having an easier life of things because of their connection with you? 
because of what they can do for you. And like I say, asking nothing in return, but just giving their love to you and wanting the best for you. I mean, gosh, I wish more humans were like this. Non-egoed, non-arses, <clears throat> and, you know, came from the right place. But I'm afraid, no, so many don't. But the angels, the angels do. And they just want what's best for us and love us unconditionally and just want to help us, you know? And I'm looking, it's my day off again tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to what I get, what happens tomorrow, what I get told to do or, you know, I was just talking about that story, obviously about getting food, but I kind of get the feeling that I'm going to be told to go and get food again and, do you know, you know, but, um, oh, we shall see. And, and that's what I love about working with the angels, being with them, because, you you know, you never know what you're going to get. They know best. If I lose something or even with what to wear, Archangel Joffrey is just amazing. You know, I can sort of say, what shall I wear today? It's like having your own personal shopper, you know. Why don't you put try this with this or put that with that? And a lot of the time that's what I wear because it uh, the, cause the angels tell me, you know. And if I'm doing DIY, Joffrey is good with DIY as well. I know what I'm doing because they instruct me on what to do. You know, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good with being handy. And it's all down to the angels. It's not because I'm just a natural whiz. It's because they help me visualize and have instruction of, of, you know, even doing the most simplest of things. I mean, I always say I'm queen of flat pack furniture. It's all down to, you know, the angels helping me. And even my dad, my dad comes in sometimes and kind of instructs me what to do because he was a, my dad was a carpenter, stroke builder, you know, stroke joiner, really. And, um, you know, he, I, I will always hear him saying, watch your fingers when I'm banging in a nail or something like that. So, I, you know, I am very lucky. I do get the divine messages, downloads from all, all sides, really, not just the angelic realms, but the spiritual sides as well. But, yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky. So, you know, due to this port port podcast this is what I'm saying to you guys that are listening who is your guardian angel and um, because I'm just so want people to have the life that I have and like I say so many others do but I want everybody to have this life that I have with the angels and you can have it you know if you just open yourselves and be you know realistic about it ask them to work with you and like I say ask questions ask them for help you know they're not they can't step in if they don't know what you want it's like when on Sunday I was a you know I said God please help me with this situation angels help me let me see am I in on you know doing the right thing and of course on the Monday the very next day I got that confirmation so you do have to ask people you can't you know you can't expect them to can to know what you're wanting. So you you know once you start working with them, you have to ask them for their help. You know and be direct on what you're asking them for. You know that is that's the big thing. But I so 
obviously I did ask the right in the right way and the right thing and it, I got the help the next day so you know if you're if you're if I lose something you know I just ask Archangel Shemuel or Camille however you want to pronounce him and just say you know I've lost this can you show me or tell me where it is um you know, I have had Archangel Michael actually having me sift through a bin and he's t it like, li not literally gone right in, but he goes, you know, it's not in there, don't you? And I'm like, I knew it. And he's laughing. You know, they are, people don't necessarily think that the angelic realms are comical. They are, especially because I'm a bit of a comedian myself and they do like to kind of, um, appeal to your humour and the person you are yourself and if it makes life easier working with them to be like that with you that's what they do so like I say there again they've just got their total you they put you first and whatever makes you comfortable to work with them you know and like I say some people say oh no the angelic realms they're not humorous they flipping are because whatever the way you are appealing to your sense of humor and your um as you are as a person your personality that's what they do like I say un, you know an ego just want whatever makes you comfortable whatever works for you to work with them that's what they do that's exactly, exactly what they do. Um, but like I say, I, I am a strong believer and I feel I have to say this because this is what they want me to say, is it's not difficult to work with them and you don't have to do eebie-jeebie stuff to work with the, um, the angels and the spirit realms. I don't like Ouija boards, I don't like ceremonies or anything like that, I just, nah, 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 I don't deal with that, there's other easier ways, because that's bringing in the dark, you know, so there's other ways that you can meditate, you can ask, always go into a meditation with a question, You're, you, you will get the answer, you will, even if it's probably through a dream, your sleep, or through the meditation or the next meditation you will get the you will get the answer they will come back to you with it or you'll you'll see it written somewhere or it might be in a song or you'll you'll get that answer just trust in the divine and keep yourself open and aware because they'll get it to you and I mean, I know people do say I'm not hearing the angels. That's the worst thing you can say because it blocks you. If you're resonating that out into the universe, guys, I can't, I'm not hearing the angels. I can't hear the angels. Yeah, that's what the universe brings back to you. So don't be saying stuff like that because it acts as a block to you. It will act as a block. And I, I'm always saying that to people. You know, start saying, I'm hearing the angels. I can hear the angels. Be saying that. Don't be saying the latter because it acts as a block because the universe brings it back to us, like I say. So remember that, okay? But you know, guys, you can easily get yourself a beautiful deck of oracle cards, which are about 44, 45 deck. And there again, put your love on the cards, shuffle them and ask the cards questions. 
you know, these are another light ways, the right ways of, of speaking to spirit and the divine and getting answers that you would like. I mean, why not dowse? You know, I love dowsing. That's how I started as a very small child, was dowsing, believe it or not. Getting um, a crystal or even a wedding ring on the end of just cotton, because that's 100% natural material, and your energy can pass through it. And just, you know, ask it questions, and you'll go, you get yes or no answers, you know. If it goes up the way, it might be yes. If it goes round, it might be no. You know, and there are all ways that you can ask questions, you know, and that spirit can get it, get answers through to you. There's no ebijibi about that. There's no yucky stuff about it. There's no, you're not inviting the dark in. That's all light stuff, you know. Um, so, you know, we can all do that. We can all do that to hear the angels, to get messages from the angels, you know. And start working with them. Ask them to work with you. I'm probably gone on a little bit too much maybe on this podcast about it. But it, I just feel, you know, he wants us resonating so highly from the, this planet out into the universe. That's what Archangel Michael stroke God is wanting from the human race. Because that just helps knock any low vibrational, any any evil if you like trying to come to the planet it just knocks it out of the park it adds as a another protection when the planet is radiating at such a high frequency of love and light it's like an added protection it is from the earth that's why we've got the dragon energy coming in unicorn energy you know those energies haven't been on the earth probably since atlantis but now you know but now they're starting to come to earth to help lift the vibration of the earth and bring God's consciousness back through the ley lines, back into earth. So it's all lifting the vibration. So I hope you've loved the podcast. I hope I haven't gone on too much. So start working with your angels, your guardian angels, because they love you and that's what they want the best for you and that's what they want. So thank you, Claudia, for playing my podcast. I love everybody. Thank you for listening. And I'll be back with you soon for a live show. Take care all. Love you. Bye.